Well, happy Mother's Day. Oh, wow. Come on, really? You're going to do that this Sunday? You were like that last Sunday. Knock it off. Happy Mother's Day. I know the Holy Spirit, I know God is always described in the masculine, but you know he's spirit, right? And he's neither male nor female, but he has both tendencies. And I believe that he is here today loving on us like a mother would, loving on us like a father would. And I think all of us need that today. I wanted to say happy Mother's Day to Joan Oberlin on the other end of this camera, hopefully. Uh, that's my mother who is staying with my, well, he's probably the favorite brother because he's sta she's staying with him right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, God bless you, Mom, and I love you. And uh, today is kind of an unusual day. I had actually planned on preaching on Proverbs 31. Yeah, and I had it finished, all right? And Friday I was just going through, I should have gone back. And I felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit say this, Norm, <laughs> I've got another direction for you this Sunday. And I was kind of like, well, okay. And, and when I study, when I seek the Lord about what it is I'm going to pray about, and then what it is I'm going to preach on, he gives it to me in bite-sized pieces that I can you know, get hold of. And all of a sudden, I heard the, the word opinion. Opinion. How many have opinions? Any of you moms have any opinions? I know my mom has opinions. I've heard many of them. Love you, Mom. Hey, uh, I'd like to start with prayer, and then I'll get into this message on opinions. Father, we again are beholding to you. We need you here today. Holy Spirit, just infiltrate our hearts, Lord. Help us today just to commune with you. And as I speak about opinions, Lord, just let them sink deep within our hearts, our spirit. Lord, use this message today to challenge us to be the best we can be for you. We represent the kingdom of God as much as we represent anything else. And Lord, today it is my prayer that each one of us will leave here changed, different, better than when we first came in. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Opinions. The Oxford Dictionary says this, opinion is a view or judgment formed about something not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. It could be, but not necessarily. Opinions. Whose will you listen to? Now, your parents have opinions, right, young people? And you should probably listen to them. Because it can have drastic consequences if you don't, right? Everybody has an opinion. We have an opinion about what food restaurants are the best, where the best retail stores, where you can get the best deals, what political parties should be in office. We have all kinds of ideas. We, even, we might even have opinions about who your favorite child is. Whether it's Beth or Butch or Norm or 
Tim or Paul? Right, Mom? I don't know which one is, but. Even more importantly, though, and here's the point of my message, we should all have an opinion about who God is. And even more important than that is, we need to know what God's opinion of us is and how he wants us to respond to him. That's the most important challenge that we have in this life. Because once you know God's opinion of you and you know what to do with that, your whole life will change for the better. But until you get to that place, you're going to be like the waves of the sea. You're going to be back and forth, up and down, not knowing whether you're coming or going. So whose opinion do you listen to the most? That's a question. Ask yourself that question right now. Whose opinion do you listen to most? And here, again, is the most important part of this. Whose opinion do you act on the most? It's one thing to hear somebody's opinion. It's another thing to act on that opinion. And as I see it, and the Holy Spirit helped me with this, so hopefully it will resonate with your spirit today. There are at least three categories that represent people's opinions. They are the hip shot opinion. I'll explain that in a minute. The second one, the fact-based opinion. And then the third one, the God-formed opinion. I think it's, it's pretty easy to see where I'm going to go with this. But I believe the Holy Spirit is challenging the church to be the light today. We see too much of the other today, everywhere around us. People are not representing the good. Right? I mean, just look just about anywhere today and you're seeing it. The, the fighting, the infighting, the outfighting. It's terrible. We can make a difference. Church, you and I can be different. And I believe we can light the fuse to more good coming out of this than bad. But it's up to us. And the Holy Spirit saying, look, I, church, I want to use you. But you've got to be willing and you've got to have the right opinion. All right, so let's start out with hip shot opinion. You, you may already have an idea of, of what this is. I know when I first saw it, I thought, what is a hip shot opinion? It, remember the Old West and the cowboys would wear their, their sidearm in their holster? And sometimes if, if somebody were to draw on them quick, instead of pu actually pulling it out, they would just like this. You saw how I already fumbled? <laughs> the other time it's used is if a big grizzly bear is chasing you down and you didn't realize it and you turn around and he's right there on you, you're just going to take your gun and shoot. That's a hip shot. The hip shot is quicker out of the, out of the gun, but it's less accurate. What's that have to do with us? What's that have to do with opinions? Similarly, the hip shot opinion is based on one's own perspective and it is less accurate. The observer does a once-over. You know what I mean by that? You kind of engage in the conversation or whatever it is, the situation, and instead of getting the facts, 
you just form a quick judgment about what's happening about that person and you form an immediate opinion. And by the way, when I use the word opinion, when we vocalize it, it becomes a judgment. It's your judgment about that person or that situation. When you form your opinions, that's a judgment about that person. The hip shot opinion is what I see most being used on social media today. Hello? The news media is doing the same thing, pretty much. Do you remember the days, some of you aren't old enough probably, but do you remember the days when our news was fact-based? You know, they used to go to great lengths to make sure that they were reporting the news accurately, trying not to allow their bias to come in. Not so much anymore. That leads me to the second one. Second part of this. The hip shot opinion can also be called the God complex opinion. Hmm. Anybody have one of those? Ironically, this is the least godly. (laughs) The God complex opinion implies that the person who is stating the opinion is like God. Does that make sense? And to this person, facts don't matter. The only thing that matters is what that person thinks or feels or believes in that situation. They don't think about anybody else. Far too many have this type of opinion. Sadly, the God complex opinion makes the person seem less intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen that at all? It also shuts down any good conversation that could come from it. Do you know people need to converse today? We have shut down the other side. We don't want to hear what anybody else thinks. We just want to thrust what we think on them. This is wrong. We're human beings. We each deserve to be listened to. Nobody is superior over another. And we've got to be careful how we respond to people, especially in the public. It also implies that one person is superior over the other. In the Galatian church, this was a real issue The Apostle Paul had to address it because he had some people that felt like they were superior above others. And he said this, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a child of God. And listen, if we're all children of God, then there's nobody here that's any better than the other. And he went on to say, and all who have been united with Christ in baptism those who put their faith in Christ, have put on the character of Christ like putting on new clothes. So we're, we're a new creation. We know that, right? Amen. 2 Corinthians 5.17. And then he said, finally, this is my, I highlighted it in red. There's no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female. For you are all what? 
one in Christ Jesus. That means we're all equal. This is a message in itself. You know, there, there's so many things that are going on today that where we're trying to make equality the thing. We're already equal, according to Paul, in, when we're in Christ. Christians should see each other as equals. The hip shot or the God complex opinion has been around since the beginning of time. Can you imagine if Cain had been a little bit wiser, if he had really listened to God's opinion instead, instead of having that God complex opinion and deciding to kill his brother because he was jealous? We say, well, that doesn't happen today, really. I see it about every day on social media. It may not be a literal killing, but it's happening. Christian, it's sad. I feel this is one of the devil's strongest tactics because it divides people, families, neighbors, and it causes a whole lot of damage. Jesus described this hip shot opinion long before social media ever came on the scene. I wanted to read this from the Passion because it was so clear to me. Refuse to be a critic full of bias toward others. <laughs> wow, huh? You should actually probably put this on your, whatever device you use to get on social media, you should put this on there. So it's right in front of you all the time. Refuse to be a critic, full of bias toward others, and you will not be judged. For you'll be judged by the same standard that you've used to judge others. The measurement you use on them will be used on you. Now, I've been focusing on social media, but this doesn't have to be social media. This can just be common interaction with your family, your friends, your coworkers. Right? What's the Holy Spirit trying to say to us? Don't be this person. When Jesus came, hello, is this God? <laughs> when Jesus came, He came to bring life. And He gave us that life, if you're a believer. And He said, now go and give that life out. So let's not be that person on the other side of the coin that uses the hip shot judgments that tears people down instead of building them up. In fact, let's operate in love and kindness and even mercy, or especially mercy, toward others. And listen, if you're married, operate in mercy more than judgment. Your lives are going to be miserable if you don't. And if you're a younger couple, learn this. When your spouse disagrees with you, you know what? Come into agreement any way you can. Husband, if that means just saying, sucking it up and saying, you know what? I don't even care. 
It's not worth fighting over. If we know God's opinion, we won't have these fights anyway. Or they'll be seldom. Right? And by the way, this next one, even though I call it fact-based, <laughs> supposedly fact-based, so this is the second one, fact-based opinion. Now we all know what that means, right? This opinion is based on so-called fact. Here the observer asks questions about the one being observed or the situation that's being examined to try to find or discover a valid opinion. In other words, the, the observer does their homework. And I think the, the problem that I see a lot with social media is that we don't take this step. Instead, we just dive in and deliver both barrels. <laughs> Amen? I mean, even if you're not the one doing it, I'm sure you'll agree with me that you've seen it. Maybe it's been leveled at you. I don't know. Is it hurtful? How many would like it if before somebody responds to you, they... Get the facts. Would that make you feel a little bit more human? Instead of listening to one person's opinion and then forming your own judgment, the observer asks multiple people what they think or feel about the person or situation. Here's the thing. You attempt to hear both sides of the story. We're not doing this anymore. We, we only hear our side, and then we run with it, because we're, we're right. We're right. And they need to know it, and I'm going to tell them. Why do you need to learn both sides of the story? So that you can have a conversation we don't have that anymore. How can we be the light of the world if we've shut people down? We refuse to hear their side. And I'm not, I hope I don't sound like I'm defending anything here today besides the gospel. We've got to show people there's a better way, there's a human way, there's a godly way. And we have that way. If we really want the truth, we're going to try to hear both sides. Here's the thing. The problem with fact-based opinion is that facts can be elusive. The outcome of your opinion often depends on where you get your facts. How many have heard of fact-checkers? That's a big thing today. Yeah, y'all laugh. You know where I'm going with this, right? I, I had a few I listed. These aren't all of them, and they're not in any order. Uh, Washington Post. Wikipedia. How many go to Wikipedia? How many know that's man-made? A bunch of people submit what they think that believe or means, and that's what they put in there. 
Hello? You talk about being biased. Wow. Right? PolitiFact. I used to go to Snopes. What's the problem with these so-called fact checkers? They're created by people. They use computer algorithms to check this stuff, but who makes the computer algorithms? People. And people are B-I-A-S. Biased. We all have a bias. Every person in this room, on the other end of this camera, has a bias. My dad used to say, it just depends on what side of the tracks you grew up on. In Lansing, if you were on the north side of the tracks, that was a rough part of town. And typically it meant you probably didn't come from money. If you were on the other side of the tracks, it could have gone either way. But what I mean by this is where you grow up will help determine your bias, your social status, your income level, all of that, the school you went to or schools, they all help form your opinion or your bias. And everybody has one. And by the way, just because somebody calls themselves a Christian does not mean they represent Christ. Hello? Be very careful how much stock you put into some of these self-proclaimed prophets of God today. Go through the Old Testament and see how many false prophets there were. There were a bunch. They said they represented God. They gave the people a word, often what the people wanted to hear. But it wasn't truth. And they often brought judgment on that nation because of their poorly based opinions. So what opinion, if any, should Christians listen to? And this is my final one. God-formed opinions. You still with me? We need to opt for this one. All of us. Let me share a few scriptures with you on this. Proverbs 2.6 says, For the Lord grants wisdom. From His mouth come knowledge and understanding. You want to know the truth. Where do you go? The Bible. The Lord said that men should do the dishes. Second Kings 21.13, King James Version. I will stretch over Jerusalem, the line of Samaria, and the plummet of, plummet of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wipeth a dish. <laughs> I thought you ladies would appreciate that. All the men are giving me the stink eye right now. Thanks a lot. I'm going to hear that one again. Has to be the King James, though. That's why I don't use the King James very often. 
Isaiah 11:2. And the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, and most feel this is talking about Jesus. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. You want to know the truth? Go to the Master. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. He is worthy of our praises. In the book of John, in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was God, and the Word was God. This is talking about Jesus. He is the Logos. He is the Word of God. He brought us all that we need to live on, to eat on, to feast on, to feed our spirit man, to have God's opinion. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Come on. If you're going to have an opinion, it better line up with His. You know, I, I used to see bracelets on people's wrists that had the letters WWJD. Remember that? Some of you. And whenever a Christian found him or herself in a precarious position, meaning there wasn't a lot of time to think about things, he or she would just look at that WWJD. What would Jesus do? You know, if we did this a little bit more, I think we should bring this back, to be honest. If we did this a lot more, if we got God's opinion before we mouthed our own opinion, I think we would see a whole lot more healing and a lot less hurt. What would Jesus do? The answer, by the way, always came from Scripture. When you want to do what Jesus did, you just looked at your Bible. You, and I, I, I've been hammering this point, but you have got to be a Berean. You have got to be a student of the Bible. If you're just coming in here on Sunday and you hear the few little Scriptures I give you, shame on you. Your spirit, man, is dying as a result. If you want to have life then you need to put life in. And that life comes as you munch on the words of God. Feast on it. He said, I am the bread of life. And he said that for a reason. And he wasn't talking about people eating his flesh. That'd be gross. He was talking about the fact that he brought wisdom. He brought knowledge. He was God's Word incarnate. So that we would know how to serve Him, how to get to heaven through Him. That's good preaching. So let's look at a few things Jesus would tell us to do. What would Jesus do? I'm just going to share a few, all right? And then I'm going to close. First, Matthew 5, 44 and 45a. Jesus said this, Love your enemies. But I say love your enemies for those who pray for those who persecute. Pray for those who persecute you. How many of you have had somebody rub you the wrong way lately, recently? Did you pray for them? 
Or did you? Asterisk, asterisk, exclamation, blah, blah, blah. Jesus said it. What would Jesus do? This is what he'd do. He'd love his enemies. He'd pray for those who persecute him or you. In that way, what? You will be acting as? Look at your neighbor and say, you're a true child of God when you love your neighbor. Huh. How many like this scripture? Not a hand going up. Wow. Hey, at least you're being honest, right? I agree. It is not the easiest passage to live with. And yet, if we want to be a child of God, it's a requirement. It's not a suggestion. I want to make this practical. I have a practical side for each of these three scriptures I'm sharing. I will not blow people up on social media or otherwise just because they do not believe, think, or feel the way I do. In fact, those who have differing opinions from mine will cause me to be more intentional to try to hear that person's heart and learn what it is that drives them. I think sometimes if we found out what that other person's story was, we wouldn't be so quick to judge, to form an opinion as we have. I will also pray for them, and I will look for resolution, not war. Second one, I'm going to repeat one that I already read. The Matthew 7, 1 and 2 from the... Passion, refuse to be a critic full of bias toward others and you will not be judged for you'll be judged by the same standard that you've used to judge others. The measurement you use on them will be used on you. To make this practical, I will treat others with dignity, with respect, no matter what they look like on the outside or how I might perceive that person. I admit that my perception is often misleading and that I am biased. Would you say that with me? I am biased. Not a person in this room that doesn't have one. So I will base my judgment of the person or situation on what God says, not on how I believe, think, or feel. I will base my opinion on what God says, not based on how I think, believe, or feel. The last one that I'm going to share. You know this. The golden rule. Do to others whatever you would like. Would you read this with me? Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the Law and the Prophets. What Jesus was saying here is that all of the Old Testament leading up to this point when he said this culminated in this verse. Treat others the way you want to be treated. 
That's the whole idea of God. God treats us the way He wants to be treated. And then He says to us, now you need to do the same. Go, likewise, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your enemies and pray for them. The practical side. I will treat others the way I want to be treated. By doing this, I will help end the hatred, the misgivings, the mistreatment that we see globally today. I will love people like I want to be loved. I will treat people with patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. I will not let my feelings or thoughts overcome my godliness. So I begin to wrap this up. You are the light of the world. Be the light, not the darkness. Again, I've, I've spoken a lot about social media, but this, this could very well be applied right in your own home. I think too often we feel like we deserve something better. We're, we're bigger or more important than someone else. And we treat others accordingly. Not properly, but accordingly. God's saying, listen, son, listen, daughter. When you walk out of here today, I want you to love people. The L-O-V-E is so important. That's what Christ was all about. God so loved the world that he sent his only son. That whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. Then he tells us, go and do the same. Don't think that you're better than him. You're not better than Jesus. Nobody's better than Jesus. You can't even begin to to get up to that point where he's at, right? That's why they called him the master. He's the only one. but we can be like Him. And that happens when we do what He would do. What would Jesus do? Let your opinions be godly. Would you stand with me? We all have opinions. The problem has been that our opinions often represent the wrong side of heaven. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Let us live intentionally, and when we give our opinions, God help us to let it be tempered by the Holy Spirit. You know, He's here to help us with that. He's our counselor, He's our guide, He's our ever-present help in times of trouble. The Holy Spirit will give you a good conscience if you'll let Him in. But you've got to let Him in. Don't be like the devil who sucks the life out of people. <laughs> right? The devil came to, as a liar to kill and destroy anything that's godly. But Jesus came to give us life. Give life to people with this. Do the James 3 thing. 
you have the power of life and death in your tongue. I'm not going there today, but you can look that up on your own. Use it for good, not for evil. Father, again, we are here today as your people, as your family. And I'm, I see your kids here. All across this room, online, watching on live stream. Lord, it's my prayer as the pastor of the Hope Church that you would help us with this to be overcomers, Lord. Not to walk out of here and get our behinds kicked every time we leave the church. How come it is we can act so behaved in church, but when we walk out of here, we're somebody totally different? God, help us with that. Help us to love our enemies, Lord, and to pray for them. Help us to treat others as we want to be treated. And when we judge, Lord, may it be with your judgment. May it be after we have gotten your opinion on the situation. Lord, I pray that it would be right and that it would be righteous. Lord, we love you and we thank you for what you're doing here in this church, in our people. Now help us to live as you've called us to live. Again, we pray this today in the precious and mighty name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. 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 God bless you. I love you. I wouldn't share a message like that with you if I didn't. And I hope that uh, it ministered to you as much as it did me. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. And if anybody needs to hear more about Jesus, I'll be right up here. Have a great week.